Now, your behavior, if you're a Christian, if you're an unbeliever, it's your nature. If you're a Christian, it's your mind. See, our behaviors are the reflection of our way of thinking. Our behavior is a reflection of our way of thinking. For instance, in Proverbs 23 verse 7, the Bible says, For as a thinketh in his heart, so is he. See, and as a child of God, you have a new nature. You are a new creation. No matter how your flesh is performing, you are a new creation. See, beliefs govern behavior. If you really believe you're a new creation and know you're a new creation, then it will govern your behavior. Before I got restored to Christ, I did some wrong stuff. Like every other young person, loved secular music, went to parties, did a lot of stuff that young people do. Some I didn't do, but some I did. Like I watched pornography before I came to Christ. Before I was restored to Christ, I did some nonsense like young people see. But after I got restored to Christ, I told myself I'm a new creation. And I believed I was a new creation. And I've never watched pornography from the day I got restored to Christ, 4th of September 1993, till date. You see that? So, the first thing is, I got to renew my mind. Because when you get born again, you have a new spirit. See, you have a new spirit, but your mind is the issue. See, because the contents of your mind is what determines the quality of your character. So, I have to renew my mind. Then here I'm a new creation. We don't watch such things. We don't do such things. We don't go to parties. There's some of you are still born again, but you still listen to songs like, all the single ladies, uh, uh, all the single ladies, you're, you're, you're dancing it. Locked up, they won't let me out. They won't let me out. You see, there's that temptation with a little confusion. Oh Lord. You see, sing all those things. Poverty is bad. You know why? I was living, I was um, squatting with somebody and there was a beer parlor close to the house. So all the music, I, whether I liked it or not, I heard them monitoring nights. Hallelujah. So you got to renew your mind. It says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Verse 24. And that you put on a new man which was created according to God in, righteous, in true righteousness and holiness. Now notice, I will only behave like God when I renew my mind. Colossians 3, 9 to 10. So how do I renew my mind? Number one. Get the knowledge of God's word of who you are. Get the knowledge of God's word of who you are. You see, because the way you see yourself determines the way you behave. For instance, the first time I heard of what they call a one-night stand, some young people were talking, and it, it, I heard them say, it was just a one-night stand. I said, what did you say? I said, what is a one-night stand? I said, people just meeting together and sleep. I said, what? I said, the dogs? I said, ah. I said, yeah. Pastor does not even know what is happening. There's one-night stand. I said, two people will meet for the first time. Just see like this and sleep with themselves. 
is a mindset. Friendship with benefits is a mindset. I was taught very early about sex. My mother sat me down and said, see, sex is something you must never do unto your marriage. So because when you do it, it is difficult to stop it. Because we join blood to blood. It's a covenant. Don't do it. So I knew from an early age. She told me it is sweet. Don't do it. Wait until you're married. And when you do it with your wife, your soul will be bound to her soul. You'll be one flesh. You'll join blood to blood. It's a mindset. But there are people who... A lady came to me. I've told you guys a story. She wasn't ugly. She came to me. She liked me. She told me it was love at first sight. She came one evening. Nobody was in the house, just me and her. Said, let me tell you about a woman's body. I said, what what kind of nonsense is that? I want to carry your baby. I said, I want to give birth to Joshua. I said, what kind of nonsense is that? I was a young man. And she was, she, she, I had to tell her, leave my house. Because I couldn't let her go back to the campus because my house was far. It was in the bush. It was in the village area. I had to walk her back. So I said, don't tell me that nonsense. Now, did my body, did the body feel, boy, there's current here. Never bring light. Never, never bring light. <laughs> now, there was, never brought light. But even though never brought light, I don't need to switch on the TV. Because some of you, when never brings light, you mean, oh, I need to switch. Don't switch it on. Because when you master it, you will meet, you will meet all kinds of people. I've met all kinds of people. You see people that when they sit down like this, they will sit down and you see all the curves. So, so what, what are you saying about <laughs> but when you've learned, you train your flesh that when Nepa brings light, make sure you finish work. You will live your life with a lot of regrets. Just carry your children inside Sonki, you are buying things. Then you see the ladies. Hey, pastor. I is the work of the Lord. How do you answer? You know what two of you did. I is the work of the Lord. So it's fine. Man of God. <laughs> Most of the time when people do all this, they switch off. They are not thinking. At that moment, it's sweet to me, sweet to you that's in their mind. They are not thinking. You will still see this girl. Say, I went to Port Harcourt. It's Port Harcourt you did it. You will still go to Port one day. You enter Genesis to buy something. Say, ah, how is everything, man of God? Say, I'm fine. Your wife say, who is she? She's nobody. <laughs> Some of you now, God is opening the teeth in the secret place. You go and sin and worry. You go and sit in Lagos. You go and sit in Abuja. You go and sit in Dubai. As though that lady in Dubai cannot travel to see you in America. You people are in one of the shops in America, one of the malls. Maybe 
in um, Target or whatever you're buying clothes. I say, oh, Johnny boy. I say, shh. Then he goes, do I say what's happening? I say, good evening, madam. <laughs> Say, renew your mind. Get the revelation knowledge of who you are. That's the first thing. Says, do not lie to one another since you put off the old man with his deeds. Next. And put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge. Notice, the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him that created him. You see that? So you have to renew your mind to who you are in Christ. Get the knowledge. Number two, meditate on that knowledge. Meditate on that knowledge. First Timothy 4 verse 15. It says, meditate on these things. Give thyself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Next. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Meditate on these things. Continue in them. For in doing this, what did he say? You will save both yourself and those who hear you. Get the knowledge. Meditate on it. Number three. Practice what you know. Be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. Deceiving yourself. James 1.22 So, the Bible says you're a new creature. Talk like a new creature. Don't go to places you used to go before. Cut off old friends. Friends who strengthen your weakness. That will be number four if you, if you care. Avoid relationships that feed your weakness. There are friends that feed your weakness. Male or female. They discuss things that excite your emotions. They will corrupt you. Avoid them. Intentionally avoid them. Are you following me? The Bible tells us in Proverbs 13 verse 20. It says, He that walks to the wise shall be wise. Then he says, But the companion of fools will be destroyed. 1 Corinthians 15 it says, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. So, avoid friends that feed your weaknesses. Number five, avoid things that feed your flesh. Movies. Intentionally avoid movies. Romantic movies. There's some movies, you watch them, all your emotions will come alive. Leave them alone. There are things to read, all your emotions come alive. Leave them alone. I went into a house one day. I saw a newspaper. I picked it up. I was reading. I got to a place. And uh, they started talking about people. They said, um, if a person has this kind of toe, this is the way they are. If a person is like this, this is the way. And I noticed that it was training my mind to start looking for things that are triggers of sex. I closed it immediately. Because if that happens, when I see this thing, I say, oh, this is how this person is. If I see this, this is how this person is. Because it's, it's a worldly knowledge. You now have a worldly bent. Number six. Avoid eating with people who are struggling with sexual sin. Eating is a covenant. That's why for the most part, before a man sleeps with a woman, it takes her out to eat or for them to drink together. Because when that happens, there's a union. Let me show you that from the Bible. First Corinthians 5. Sapling on the keyboard, please. Have you learned something today? We'll continue next week because of time. 
Look at verse 9. I write, I wrote to you in my epistle not to keep company with sexually immoral people. You see that? Yeah, I certainly don't mean the sexually with the sexually immoral of this world or with the covetous, extortionists, or idolaters. Since then, you need to go out of the world. It's talking about unbelievers. All right? You meet sinful people everywhere. But a believer, look at it, verse 11. But now I've written to you not to keep company with anyone named a brother who is sexually immoral or covetous or an idolater or reviler or a drunkard or a sexual, not even to eat with such a person. Because when you eat with someone, I was talking to a womanizer one time. He said, he knows that if he gives a woman to drink from the same bottle with him, whether it's coke, whatever he's drinking, he knows he can sleep with her and he has always slept with them. Because when you eat with someone, and most of you ladies have long throat. Uh, please, can, you, can, can, we, can we see at uh, Kilimanjaro? All right, I'll be there. <laughs> can you imagine? Eh? Because he took me to Kilimanjaro, and I said, I should go and see his house. Can you imagine what he did to me? When you went there to eat with him, it was a Yes. So what do I do? Highest, tell him to buy the thing for you. Collect it. <laughs> Celebrate Jesus, please. <laughs> Number seven, communion. Take communion consistently. Take communion consistently. Number eight, find new friends. Find new friends. Number nine, speak in tongues for a long time. Amen? Celebrate Jesus for that. Amen? Hallelujah. Let me take two more questions. I'll be out of here because there's so many questions. Next. I'm in a relationship and we plan to get married this year by God's grace. We're in an ungodly relationship but we ended things and it got saved last year. Initially I was happy but, but all we talk about lately is religion, Principles, it is. I don't feel it's bad, but is that all people in Galatians talk? Is that all people in Galatians talk about? Thank you, sir. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Oh, Mary, eh? you go enjoy, <laughs> you go enjoy. <laughs> What you would do before we never see anything. We go exploit to the seventh level. Would that one not talk about? Oh, see your face. Oh, get you, they kill me. You should be happy that he's focused. If you bring him back to the way he used to be, you'll regret it. A lady came to meet my wife when we were. I don't think we're, I think we're just married then. When she say, he doesn't touch her, he doesn't do anything to her. That lady that the guy in fact touched and got pregnant and they, they rushed to do their marriage. Uh, so, so now she was always complaining that he doesn't touch her. That I can't even they not they're not touching me. Maybe it's touching someone else. Then she got pregnant. I thought the devil wants your first child out of wedlock. There are two things the devil wants out of you. One, 
that you kill your first child by abortion. And whenever you abort a child, that child is a sacrifice to Moloch, whether you know it or not. That's why the nations of the world promote it. That's why they legalize abortion. It's actually an occultic practice. Every child killed in an abortion table is an offering to Moloch. Moloch was a god in the ancient times worshipped by placing children on his arms and they would burn the child. The devil wants your child for that, those two things. If the child is not born out of wedlock, it must be an offering. It's a worship of Satan. If you know these things, you will zip up. You will lock up. Because the devil is after your seed. You don't know which child is supposed to be the answer in your generation. So some are sacrificed three. Some is four. Some is eight. Some is one. You don't know who was sacrificed. Now God forgives abortion. Don't forget that. But it's a terrible thing. Because that child, even in heaven, is nameless. Except God names the child. When you get to heaven, if you have ever aborted a child, that child is waiting for you. To be hugged by the mother or the father. Never abort a child. It's a worship of Satan. Bow your heads for a moment. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wiley Fesso, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Biobulu, Yenegua, Bioso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003 382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.